I'm watching I'm watching AEW uh, Dynamite catching up on Sunday morning. Watching some old uh, from my, my backlog of these episodes goes back to December, so I'm watching Holiday Bash from Christmas time, which is funny because there's Christmas trees and there's Christmas commercials. Uh, which doesn't look all that different from our living room since we still have the Christmas stuff up. Yesterday, we're going to do it on Saturday. Yesterday, we're going to. I said, hey, uh, let me do a quick podcast, and then we'll start taking down Christmas stuff. And then I uh, then I looked at the temperature, and it was like minus 5 was the wind chill. There's snow everywhere, and I said, eh. And then I looked at next weekend, and it's going to be in the 40s. And a lot of the snow will melt, so it'll probably be a little easier to to do this. So, you know, okay, fine. (laughs) Christmas stays up for another week into the middle of September. It's still, no matter what, even if we took this stuff down in March, it's still by far not the the latest we've left the stuff up. And honestly, Christmas happens so early, and Christmas takes place a few days after winter starts. I know it's the darkest time of the year. It's the you know four o'clock sunsets and all that horrible stuff, so I get it, and it's that's the whole point of the original uh, you know the pagan aspects of the holiday, which oddly you know merged with the religious aspects. <laughs> we we celebrate the the birth of the Christ Child by putting lights and decorations on a tree that we cut down, or in my case, take out of a box. Uh and it's, you know, the lights and all that stuff is because it's so dark and we're supposed to come together and, you know, embrace the darkness with the light, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Uh, but really, it's like, well, and then most people by mid-January, everything's, you know, most uh, most trees are down by the middle of January. And by the end of January, pretty much all Christmas trees are down uh, except for ours. And uh, and now here we are in the first couple days of February, and they're still up, and they're going to be up for another uh, six or seven days, from the looks of things. I would, if I were to guess. And it's really, again, it's a product of we don't have a basement or an attic where we can just get our bins and pack our stuff and bring it down. It's an out. It involves outdoors stuff. It involves dry. It involves driving to a storage unit. That's the main thing. Uh anyway. I'm watching AEW from Christmas, and I'm counting four, five, yeah. <coughs> Compared to WWE's camera angles, which I've mentioned before, WWE will averages like one one to two seconds that they leave on any shot. Sometimes it's less than a second. They cut so fast. That's the other thing. Watching that Royal Rumble, there were parts, there were eliminations that they missed there were big high flying moves that they missed. There were things that they missed, which is not usually a. Th- it used to be I would watch WCW back in the nineties and be like, "God, the camera guys suck. They're missing like there's a big move coming, and then they cut to something else for some reason. It's just a it's a mess." And now WWE's like that. It's like, what is this? This is like second rate stuff, and the cuts are so fast. And I know it's probably Vince McMahon thinks that everybody's on iPads and phones, and they have no attention span, so they can't look at something for more than two seconds. The same thing, the same camera angle on the screen for more than two seconds. But it's honestly nauseating. And some might say, like, oh, it's because you're old now. Like, no, I grew up watching. I was watching the 1996 Royal Rumble last night before I went to bed. And I just, for fun, I was like, I'm going to count how long. And, yeah, sometimes it's only a two-second shot, you know, one, 
two, then it cuts, one, two, it cuts. And then there was one time where they just let it breathe. That's the thing they don't do. Just let it fucking breathe. Nothing is allowed to breathe in WWE. And in the Royal Rumble, I counted. There was one. They they had a wide shot on the ring. They held it. I think I count like 14 seconds or 16 seconds or something like that, which is an eternity. You, you'll never. You could watch every. Go back in the last 10 years of any WWE show. That would be torture. Um Watch every single Raw, SmackDown, pay-per-view, NXT, whatever. Watch them all and tell me that if there's even one shot that is held for even a, fr- a half of that time. I'm sure there isn't. And I'm watching AEW and there was, you know, yeah, there's a couple. You have to, it's it's fast action all over the place. So, yeah, they do have to cut f- pretty regularly, pretty frequently. But uh, they... They let it breathe. They let the action breathe. They leave a wide shot. If there's if there's no need to cut to something else, they don't. They leave it in the ring for a few seconds, and then they'll cut to – and it's it's well done, just like in a football game or ba- – you know, a basketball game, you get to see just a wide shot of the action going back and forth on the court, and then they'll cut to something as they need to. If they're getting close to, you know, if they're getting down to the other end of the court and there's – you know, they're, but they still – it's like – it's. It's mostly just wide shots. You just you can just take it all in. And it doesn't nauseate you. It's not like you're, you know, you're not getting dizzy, you're not getting motion sickness. And watching WWE, and it's not just those quick cuts as I've mentioned. If there are two guys in the ring and they're having a a slugfest, you know, one they're just punching each other back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The camera is moving. It's almost like they have a a camera that has like a targeting device on somebody's fist and they're just following it and so it's going left right left right left right back forth back forth it's like you don't need to have the camera do that the action is happening that's enough like i just it's it's really it's it's literally unwatchable it's unwatchable and when you add that with the fact that there's a terrible product happening in the ring it really it's literally and figured it's unwatchable in all in all aspects and I'm watching this holiday showdown, whatever the hell it's called. This is, it's just fun. Again, there's a difference. Like, I want to just have fun. I want to see good action. I want interesting characters, interesting stories. I want the characters to talk on the microphone so I know what they're all about. I think AEW does that really well with a lot of people. And then they have so many talents on their roster that I forget that there are people there who I'd like to hear from more often. And then maybe people I'd like to hear from less often, like say, I don't know, <clears throat> Brandy Rhodes. <clears throat> Excuse me, something in my throat. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm I'm watching it and I'm just enjoying it though. It's Sting and CM Punk and Darby Allen versus MJF and the FTR. Or no, yeah, Darby, yeah. Uh, yeah, Darby Allen, Sting and CM Holy shit, and MJF landed on his head. It's just, and then let, they let it breathe. That's a, that's a term like and that's the same thing with the commentary on WWE. AEW is probably the same. Um but there's something to be said for just like just be be quiet and let the action sometimes just happen. You know, it's great when when sport, Joe Buck is a terrible sportscaster because he has no ability to just shut the fuck up and let it breathe, let things happen. He just has to talk through everything. He has to tell us about everything. He has to everything. Big home run and a big you know playoff game in baseball, 
and he's just talking, and this is how he sounds like. His voice is so awful to hear, and we just get to hear it all the time. And this one's back to the wall. It's gone. It's out of there. It's all. And then he just keeps talking. He's like, just shut the fuck. If you're on radio, okay. Because we can't see, so you have to tell. But, like, we're watching it. We see it. Just shut up. Let's hear the fans. Let's, let us be part of that, that atmosphere. Just close your fucking mouth. Open it when it's. There's just some people who know how to do that and some people who don't. Anyway. Uh, the coffin drop by Darby Allen. Hook of the leg, CM Punk, and he gets the victory. That's fun, man. Um, what else was I going to say? So we started booking some camping for this upcoming season. Booked a little at Bear Brook State Park that we went to last fall, which we really enjoyed. Um, booked that for Memorial Day weekend. Same exact spot. Our friends are going to be next to us. That's fun. We booked another. Uh, it's they, they have these great campsites that are down by the lake. They're bigger. They're a little uh, less on top of each other, and uh, and they're you know they're by the lake. They're nice. It's nice. You can easily just carry the paddleboard. But of course, they're, those are the ones that you can't find. But I was able to find it for I think late September. I'm not sure how much uh, paddleboarding will be done, but you never know. I told the kids, like, hey, we'll just get you wetsuits. Get you wetsuits and, you know, some good gear so you could go paddle boarding. And if the water is only, uh, you know, 50 degrees, it won't bother you as much. So we'll see. But either way, we'll we'll still have a good time. Happy about that. Uh, what else? Oh, we went last night. I think I mentioned we had tickets to go see the New Hampshire Ice Castles. And we went up there last night. Up in Woodstock, New Hampshire. Every time I go up to the mountains in New Hampshire, I say to myself, why? We used to go out there all the time. We'd go to the Polar Caves. We'd go and get it like a burger. We'd drive all the way up. We'd drive to the Kankamangas. The Kank, as it's called. Everybody says Kankamangas, but it's like, it's Kankamagas. Kankamagas. I don't even know. Uh, potential spam call. No, thanks. So listen, uh, yeah, so we went to these ice, not caves, ice uh, castles. The New Hampshire ice castles, which have been there for quite some time. They do it every winter. And for years, I just, I either I forget about it or by the time I remember the stupid thing, it's, uh, I, there's no tickets left. Tickets are hard to get for this thing, by the way. They've always been hard to get. And if you try to do it on any of those February vacation weeks or the holiday week, forget it. Forget it. They have limited availability, limited. I mean, the parking lot's pretty big. There's still there's still a lot of people going through these ice castles. But it's so it's just always been so hard to get tickets. And then uh, last week I had a, you know, I've been seeing. It's funny because years ago. I would see, you know, a lot of friends and people going, oh, Ice Castles, Ice Castles, New Hampshire. And everybody's just kind of like, yeah, we've all been there, done that. And we just never, you know, I would try it. I would try it, find those tickets. And they'd have like, they'd have three available. They'd have two available. They'd have, <laughs> they'd have four available for like 930. And my kids were so young. I'm like, I'm not driving all the way for 930 at night. Or they'd have them available during the day. 
And I'm like, who the hell wants to go see these during the day? I'm sure it's cool. I'm sure it's pretty and stuff during the day. But why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you only want to see that after sundown? To me, the best time would be just after sundown, where there's still a little glow in the sky, a little twilight on a clear, cold day. I think that would be neat. I tried to do that, but I'm you know beggars aren't going to be choosers. I can't believe. So I went on last week because I saw you know friends. Now they have it in New York. These ice castles up in Lake George. Evidently, they have the ice castles up there. And I don't know, I think it's the same company. I'm not positive. I think it's just, yeah, it's like ice castles. And they just, they have these ice castles in all the, it's cold weather states, of course. Um, I don't think there's any other ice castle in New England. I think New Hampshire is the only one. I don't know if Maine or Vermont has them. I'm, you'd think so. It's not like, it's not like Woodstock, New Hampshire. I mean, we're 90 minutes away. We live in New Hampshire, and it's not that convenient. So I can't imagine it's super convenient for most New Englanders. I mean, by the way, there were people there from Miami. There were people there in Connecticut. I mean, it's crazy. Um, so anyway, so I've been seeing lately people in New York are going up to the the ice castles that they have there. And I said, yeah, wow, holy shit. It's been a couple of years. I didn't, you know, in 2020, we didn't try to go to the ice castles uh last year we didn't try to do anything so probably 2019 was the last attempt i would think it's probably been about yeah at least two or three years since i've attempted to even look for tickets on there and i just always struck out even like a weeknight i mean it's crazy this stuff just books up like it's insane you can't get tickets so i never went you know you can find a little onesie twosie but like oh the whole for a family of four that's not not easy to get so I was sitting there in the in the line for the school drop off last week, and they had like tickets available for Saturday night. It's holy shit! They've got tickets. I better I better act now because they're not going to be there for very long. So I said to uh, to the, the youngest child while we were waiting, I said, "Look, we've got about two minutes left until this drop off line starts moving. So I've got exactly two minutes." To try and book these tickets. You want to go see some ice castles? Yeah, sure. All right. Good enough. Let's get some tickets. Let's go see the ice castle. So we went up Saturday. The only problem with that for me, I'm one of those people that if something's planned, it like I can't. Some people can have a bunch of stuff planned and go about their day and do everything they wish to do. And then like, oh, yep, we got to go do this thing. going to come home and get ready. And I'm very bad at that. I can do it. I, you have to do it. <laughs> it's just life. But I'm, I'm not good. It's like if I have two hours between meetings at work, I try to I get work done. But it's, it's just like it's one of those. I think that's like a classic ADHD thing. That if you have a, <laughs> You know, if you have a meeting and it's it's in three hours and you've got tons of time to do work and do other things, you're just like you freeze up and you almost can't do anything until that meeting. It's it's a crazy thing. And I just thought like, well, I'm a fucking idiot and that's why it happens. It's like, oh, no, that's like ADHD stuff. And when I think about, oh, yeah, I could never concentrate in school. I was always the last one finished with everything by a long shot, not because I was dumber than everybody. It just took me so long because I was terrified that I was going to get something wrong. And I was terrified that I was going to miss something. And then you still miss this. You know, it's like, oh, 
because there were times where I would just then I would just try to rush through stuff, and it's like, oh, I do, I do just as well <laughs> speeding through things as I do, and that, which is why I think a lot of ADHD people are procrastinators too. I'm like a notorious procrastinator because I don't want to give myself if I have something and it's not due for a month, let's say something coming up in a month and I could get a jump on it. Now I could do it now. Then that leaves me a month to think about all the things I did wrong and go back and add to it and work on it and work on it and work on it. And it's almost like I'd rather wait till the last minute because then you don't have a choice. You just, that's what you do and you're done and you do it. Um, I did. I changed that over the years. When I was in sixth grade, I've mentioned this. I spent. We had a two week Christmas vacation. First time ever that we had two week Christmas vacation. I spent that whole two weeks. We had an autobiography due the day after January sixth. We came back from vacation. We had our autobiographies were due, and I spent that two week. I was so excited. Like, wow, we've got a two week Christmas vacation. And then the shitty part was, oh, and I've got a project due the day after Christmas vacation. Which sucks. That sucks. You shouldn't know nobody should be giving any projects on any vacations ever. That's a bullshit. First of all, it was a bullshit thing to do for my teacher. That was a shitty fucking thing. Either make it do eh, have it be make it do on the day before Christmas vacation. But then somebody probably didn't want to spend their vacation grading papers. So they get to enjoy their vacation while the kids are working on their autobiographies. Uh, then maybe have it have it do January fifteenth then, so you can go to Christmas vacation and then you can come back and be like, oh shit, I got that autobiography to do, but at least I still have a week or two to get it done. Anyway, that was the lesson that I learned on that vacation was to stop being a procrastinator because I spent the whole two weeks. I tell my kids about this, and they they've they've gotten very good about not procrastinating on homework. Um, my oldest a few months ago had a. Social studies, nothing crazy, nothing major, but they had a project, and they were up until like ten thirty on a Sunday night working on this this PowerPoint deck because they waited all weekend. We kept saying, "Look, take two hours on Saturday, take and then whatever you need to do, take a couple hours on Sunday, first thing in the morning, be done with it." And we got them up, and first thing in the morning, said, "Why don't you go work on that project now? It's Saturday morning. It's ten a.m. Get your project done." 9 a.m., 8 a.m., whatever it was. And I think they learned their lesson, just as I did in sixth grade, because I spent that whole Christmas vacation. Uh, I did a little, I did a, I did like a page and a half on Christmas Eve, and I was so pleased with myself. I said, wow, I can't believe it. I actually, on Christmas Eve, on a day off, on a holiday, I actually did some homework. And then I enjoyed my Christmas day. And then I enjoyed the day after Christmas. I said, that's the day after Christmas. I'm not going to work. And we still got two weeks. Two, we're not back in school for two weeks. And, uh, <laughs> and what I did was <laughs> I then on the 27th, I didn't do anything. And then on the 28th, I didn't do it. And then, and then we got to January 5th, which is Sunday, the night before. And I don't know, probably somewhere around 6 or 7 p.m. I said to my dad, hey, I've got this autobiography due tomorrow. I need to type it up. Okay. Is it finished? No, I actually, I also need to write it, like most of it. And that was fun for my dad and fun for me. And so luckily I had already typed up, I had already written a bunch. So he was able to type that while I feverishly scribbled. And this wasn't like a super difficult project, 
but I did what I always do is I make it bigger in my head and then I get to the last minute and I flip out and instead of enjoying two weeks of vacation, I had a miserable two weeks because all I did all day long, every day was think about, oh my God, I have this project to do. I got to do my, why don't I just do it? Do it today. If I had done it on the, if I had gotten up on the 26th, the day after Christmas and just said, you know what, let's just bang out this whole thing. If I had gone to my dad and said, look, I got to do this autobiography. If I had done everything that I did on January 5th, the night before it was due on December 26th and said, Hey dad, it's the day after Christmas. I know you want to relax. We all do. I got this autobiography. Can you help me type it? I'd like to finish it. Let's try and get it done today. So I'm going to, I'll, I'll write everything and you can type it for me. Would that be okay? Sure, son. And that would have been it. And then we would have been done. And then on the 27th, I would have woken up and said, yeah, I'm done. We printed it up. It's typed. It's in the little nice little, little folio thing. And now I can spend the rest of the week not even thinking about school. But instead, I did the opposite. And I spent two weeks with a sick feeling in my stomach knowing that I had this shit to do. And I didn't do it until the last minute. And then I finished writing all my stuff. <laughs> and I handed it off to my dad who was still typing. And he was up until like the wee hours of the morning typing the thing for me while I was sleeping. And uh, yeah. But then I went to school with my finished autobiography. I handed it in and I felt great because I was finally done. Even though my Christmas vacation sucked, this was great because I was done. And so I said, uh, you know what? I'm, uh, that sucks. I'm not doing that anymore. And so that following Friday, the first weekend after Christmas... I came home from school. I sat down at the table, pulled out all the things I needed to do for homework, and I banged that shit out in about 30 minutes. And I was done for the whole and I said, This is it, I'm done. I rented NHL hockey for Sega Genesis and I had like the greatest weekend ever. I watched the it was the radio radio Bart, you know, where little Timmy O'Toole's trapped in the well. That episode had just aired that week. I watched that. I just, I just felt great. I spent the weekend just feeling fantastic. And then the next weekend, it was more of the same. It was just like, it was a new, a new era because I had never in my life come home on a Friday and done my homework. I always saved it till Sunday, end of the day. Usually, uh, Sunday night was Sunday dinner at my grandparents' house, and I still hadn't done my homework. And we're getting home at like seven or eight o'clock, and now I'm starting my weekend homework. And that sucked. So I stopped doing that. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those <laughs> – I don't know how this started. I was talking about the fucking ice castles. This is, But that's more ADHD shit, right? I'm sure. I'm sure, When I look back and I think about it, it doesn't take – I don't think I need a diagnosis to say, like, yeah, man, you had a fucking – you had a fucking uh, – I don't know. If, is that called – is that considered a learning disability? I can tell you that all through college – I would stay up all night studying. I would make those fucking flip cards and I would just like, because I was terrified. And then I would retain the knowledge just long enough for the test and then, whoop, test is over. I don't know any of this. I have retained so little of the information that was given to me in high school and college simply because I just, I only learned it for the test. That was it. There's a couple things, I guess. Uh, but anyway... What? Why did I even get on that topic? Ice castles, waiting till the last minute. I do projects. I don't know. But I, I feel like if I wait to the last minute to do a project, I think that's the, the procrastination is that 
oh well then i only have so much time to do it so i can i can't spend that much time perfecting it i don't i don't really know it's all just a fun fucking mess in this head of mine uh but what does that have to do with the ice castles see this is the problem I'm down this whole path, and I don't even know how I got here. Uh, so the Ice Castles, I had not purchased those tickets because they were never available. I could never get them. And I just didn't. I just kind of gave up after a while. And then by the time, and then sometimes I would, you know, I would try it in like December, January, and say, Ice Castles are open, okay. And you'd go on, and it's like, they're already sold out. How? How is this possible? And then... Uh, like okay, well, we'll just I'll just keep trying. I'll just keep on trying, uh, and so, um, and then I would get to like, and then it would be a, a shockingly, you know, we'd always for like three or four years in a row, we had those Februarys where we'd get like, it would be like eighty degrees in the middle of February, like 75, 80 degrees for a couple days straight. And then what would happen the next day, you see, ice castles are closed for the season. Thanks for coming. Like, what? Already? It wasn't 80 degrees up there, was it? Um, but that's the thing. It's like the weather is kind of, <laughs> you're kind of uh, dependent on the weather. Major dependency to make sure the ice castles stay open. I'm sure there's been years where they've stayed open through into April. I don't know. But they uh, they usually close down, I think, early to mid-March. Um. And then that's it. So I sat there in the car and said, oh, my God, they've got tickets. Let's get these tickets. Let's do this. And uh, so we went up. Oh, that's why. The whole day. Yeah. <laughs> the whole ADHD thing about if you have like a if you have a commitment, even if it's not until the end of the day, you spend the day thinking about it like, oh, God, this thing's coming up. And that was kind of Saturday. We got up sort of late. The wife and I stayed up watching stuff. I don't even know what the hell we stayed up watching on Friday night. I can't even remember. But we, uh, yeah, we got up. We got up fairly, uh, I don't know. I mean, I got up at like 7 or 8 and was just so tired because I got, I got like four hours of sleep. I'm sleeping so poorly these days. It's unbelievable how bad my sleep is as of late. Uh, trying to correct it. And it's, it's getting there, but it's, it's a slow go. Um, anyway, got up. And, uh, you know, dicked around for a while, did some podcasting and then was just like, all right, well, I could go, I thought well, I'll go out and maybe I could run some errands. I could do that. And I'm like, no, we got to go to the ice castles. We got to leave at six 30 to go to the ice castles. I can't do anything else for the rest of the day. Cause we've got ice castles to get to, which again, yeah, I think that's the classic ADHD type thing. I have no doubt that I have, <laughs> you know, my, my kid, my oldest, uh, in second grade, they, the teacher said, "I think uh, I think Cam had, might have you know ADD, ADHD, something like that because he takes so long to blah 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 blah." And I'm like, "Yeah, maybe, but also maybe not." And I, I didn't think so because it was it was similar to what I had, but also different. And uh, and we went and you know had therapy and had the doctor and stuff and like yeah no it's just it's just high anxiety. I'm like, oh, cool. That's also me. <laughs> I have anxiety through the roof uh, at all times. I'm stressed out about anything. The thing that stresses me out most is if there happens to be a day where I wake up and I'm not stressed about something, then I get really stressed out. As I sit there scrolling through my mind, what did I forget? 
there's something stressing me out and I've clearly forgotten it because I should not be this, I should not feel this good right now. It's fun. Um, so, so yeah. And that's how my kid is. Unfortunately is always, yeah, the poor thing. Yeah, I won't get into it. That's, that's their personal life, but oh my gosh, I just, I know what it's like just saying like, yeah, I'm, I'm just always stressed out. I'm always anxiety. I'm always this. I'm like, yeah, same here. I think, um, you know, I don't know what to do about that because <laughs> I've tried a lot of things. It doesn't really, you don't, you can't just flip that switch. As I said in the car ride to school this morning, I said if I could, if I could pay any amount of money to be able to flip a switch for you and the two of us, you in particular, because you're my child, and like I can, I've learned how to deal with stuff. Like I'm, I'm okay. I said, oh, you're my child. If I could, if I could figure out any way, any amount of money to just pay all of it and have a switch just be f- turned on or off or whatever so that you don't have to feel f- the fucking stress and anxiety and all that bullshit because it sucks, especially when you're a kid. When you're a kid, you're just supposed to, like, look at kids. Just look at kids. They're all idiots, right? They really are. They're just dopes. And that's how it should be. You should just be deliriously fucking happy. Just get up and be like, bum de dum what's school? Yeah, all right, go see my friends. Oh, boy, sugar cereal. Yeah, that's cool. What's going to happen after school today? I don't know, but I'm excited for you. Like, that should be being a kid. That's that's a kid. You know, well, maybe we'll go sledding. Maybe we'll go to the roller skate. Uh, you know, what do we... Just, just be, f- like, fun all the time. That wasn't me as a child. I had fun. I had a lot of fun. I looked forward to the weekend like I couldn't even... I can't even tell you. I was just uh, as excited as I am for Fridays now. Uh, when I was a kid, because Friday meant, like... Friday's like, yeah, the weekend's here. And then it's like, I don't know. What are we going to do? Probably nothing. <laughs> and that's okay because I just need to like rest. But when you're a kid, it's like, oh, my God, Friday. What are we going to do? Are we going to go to the movies? Are we going to go to Pizza Hut, Toy Store? Am I going to have a friend over? Are we going to have a sleepover? Am I going to go to a friend's house and sleep over? Is it going to be a birthday party? We're we going bowling? It just like I remember like just seemingly nonstop Friday night was just nonstop action. Bowling alley, movie theater, pizza, maybe all of the above, a sleepover, a birthday party, maybe all of the above, just endless fun. It was so fun. Uh, but I, st- but school itself was just, oh my God, the, the misery and the sick feeling in my stomach every Sunday afternoon. Oh my gosh. Just awful. Boston superintendent Brenna Caselli has to announce resignation. Wow. That's interesting. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so yeah. So Saturday was like, oh, we got this thing to do. We got to go up the ice castles. I can't do, I can't leave the house because we have the ice castles at 8 p.m. tonight. I can't go anywhere. We can't have other plans today because we have, we have to be home to make sure that we are ready to leave at precisely 6.10 to make it in time for the ice castles. <laughs> Oh, it's like, oh my God. So I, and then what did I do? I was so tired. I was so goddamn tired. And I got in bed for a nap at like, like four o'clock, like quarter to four. I was like, I'm sorry. I can't, I'm not going to be, I can't make this drive feeling as tired as I am right now. So I hopped into bed and slept for an hour or so. 
but I just, I woke up at five or five 30 and I stayed in bed and I was just like, Oh my God, I can't, I can't move. I can't go somewhere. I can't go to an ice castle. I can't function right now. But then I got out of bed. <laughs> you will yourself to get up. You have to, you must get up. It's every day, right? You have to get up, get up. Go, you can do it. You can do it. You can get up. You can, I believe in you. You have the power to get out of bed. That's the sort of shit I have to say to myself. <laughs> get up, motherfucker. This is not, this is not life right here. This is bullshit. Cause I'm not a, I really am not a nap guy. I've never been a nap guy. There have been some, I mean, like, like I mentioned, delivering newspapers and coming home at, you know, 6.30 in the morning after delivering newspapers for an hour. Yeah, and if it's summer vacation, if I don't have to go to school, then yeah, I'll take a little nap. But otherwise, it was like, no, it's go time, baby. Get dressed, get ready, let's go. Fucking school awaits, whether I like it or not. Yeah, and I have those conversations every morning with the oldest child in particular. Like, you gotta look. Yeah, Mondays come. They come fast. <laughs> and it's whether you're ready for it or not, Monday's going to be here. Same time, same place every week, right on schedule. Mondays are no, they don't show up late. And uh whether you whether you get three hours of sleep or twelve hours of sleep, Monday's coming. Same time, same channel, every single week. So you don't have to like it. You don't have to be excited about it. You don't have to feel good about it, but it's happening. Same with Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So we get up and we we have a miserable Monday morning. Uh, but it's yeah, it's just it's tough. Anyway, the ice castles, though. The ice castles. So we left a little after 6, piled into the car, had a nice drive. It was nice to get up past Manchester and Concord, New Hampshire, and to be really in the White Mountains, and then all of a sudden, even though it was dark, to just be able to see the trees on the side of the road, and they're all just white, just hanging branches with white snow, have, excuse me, heavy white snow on them, it was such an exciting, I was so happy. I was like, yes, they have snow. They really, they have the real snow up here. We get snow that sticks on the trees you know, after the big blizzard, it stays there for a few hours, maybe overnight. And then once the sun comes out, you got a few minutes to enjoy it. And then that shit's falling off the trees. We're not, Southern New Hampshire is not the place to just enjoy uh, long periods of time with snow just on the trees. That's not, it's not like the mountains of New York and New England. It's not like Colorado. It's not like any of these places where it's just, you know, it ain't, it ain't, <laughs> Nashua ain't, uh, ain't the Swiss Alps. You know, if you get that big, thick, heavy snow and it's, it's covered on the trees, enjoy it. Cause it's not going to be like that for very long. But when you go up into the white mountains, that's why they call them the white mountains. I, I would assume unless it was, you know, founded by Jerry white, which I, I, I assume it's just the color because most mountain ranges, right. That's the green mountains. The black mountains, the whatever, the white mountains, the blue, the blue mountains, the Blue Ridge Mountains. Uh, so, yeah, so we got up there and it was I'm like, this is good. I'm excited. We're in the mountains. I can't really see the mountains. It's dark, but I can see all this snow. I'm feeling good. 
And we got there, and I didn't realize it's the same exit as the Kankamegas Highway, which we've been a million times up up to that exit. There's lots to see and do. There's skiing, and there's yeah, there, there's the Kank Scenic Highway. There's the, our first winter here. We just drove up on a Saturday to go to this Black Mountain Burger place and get burgers that were really good. And uh, there's a tr- there's a dinner train that they have up there that uh, I think in the summer and the fall is when that thing operates, and you can get on and. Yeah, they give you a nice meal, and you just take the train through the mountains. You look at the foliage. That's another thing on the bucket list. It ain't cheap, which is why we haven't gone. But, yeah, that's on the that's on the list. Uh, it's a great – got Clark's Trading Post. That's another one I said we got we to gotta get with Clark's Trading Post this summer because that's where you go, and it's just a bunch of – you know, it's gift shops and crap and whatever – but there's a crazy wild man with the shotgun who comes out uh, dressed in furs, and he, you know he chases the kids around and shoots them and stuff. We gotta go see that. That's fun. That's just classic New Hampshire wild man with a gun chasing kids up in the mountains. Uh, so anyway, so we got to the ice castles and got a good parking spot. And everything, everything's good. It was freezing. It was negative. I don't even know, negative fifteen or some crazy thing like that, and. Uh, it was actually, it was nice to be in the ice castle because the parking lot and the entranceway was so windy. It was just so much colder. And then you're inside the ice castles and the ice is blocking the wind. So it's like, hey, this actually feels pretty good. This feels pretty nice. Um, but it's great. They have it, you know, it's big ice blocks. And it's an ice castle. And it's they have lights inside of it. All the different lights glowing and stuff and you know sometimes flashing and fading and there's all these little uh, corridors and tunnels and caves and twists and turns and there's the slides you can go down and uh it was great it was just great i was like this is way this exceeds my expectations i didn't uh, you know this is nice and then you can walk i'll tell you the thing that really exceeded my expectations is they have the enchanted forest of lights you can also pay $20 a head and do a horse-drawn carriage ride through the snow. I, I, enough with me with carriage rides. <laughs> maybe maybe some other time, but oh my God, $80, to, no thanks. So we, uh, so we didn't do that, but we walked through the Enchanted Forest of Lights. That's included with the ticket, and it's great. You know, there's this thing called Shrek the Halls. It's the Shrek Christmas special, which I love to watch. And a lot of what I love is they have a scene where Donkeys has his Christmas fantasy story, whatever it is. And they have all these trees that are just covered with snow. And there's lights all in the trees in the forest. There's Christmas lights. And I'm like, oh, that's so... I just love... I love how that looks. It would be cool to actually see something like that in real life someday. Well, good golly. You go to the Enchanted Forest of Lights up at the Ice Castles. And you walk through the forest. And that's what it is. It's lights, you know, they're hanging from the trees and they're in the trees and these trees are just covered, covered, covered with snow. So the lights are reflecting off the snow. You see the lights beneath the snow on the trees and they're hanging overhead. It really, I mean, it's like, this is, this really is, this is an enchanted forest and they're playing music. You know, they've got different, you know, sometimes they might play some uh, music from Frozen. They've got Skyrim music, which is perfect. They've got the music you know, from the video game Skyrim which is just fantastic. And you're walking through this thing and it's all the different lights and then there's lit up snowflakes and all the LED stuff. And it just looks, it looks great. 
I'm like that's man i we came for the ice castles I stay for the stay for the enchanted forest of lights because that was that was spectacular that was so fun my only regret is we didn't take one more stroll through the forest i could have i could have used one more one more trip uh and it was great and then of course they don't you don't have to walk through the gift shop but it's right there and my youngest can spot a gift shop even if we blindfolded her she would know that the gift shop was there so we <laughs> so we went through the gift shop and got some nice treats there a new little stuffed animal friend and a little moose named Snowy I kept calling him Snotty cuz I thought that's what I thought that I misheard I thought that's what the name was like what did you name him? Snotty? Snotty. Uh so yeah, and then we uh you know, if it wasn't so late by the time we left this thing, we were supposed to our ticket said that your our block was 8 to 8:30. We we yeah, we got our money's worth. Don't tell the Ice Castle people this. We got our money's worth. And then <laughs> cuz we we left around 9, but we the portion of that was just spent standing in line waiting for the mega slide. Which, I don't know that it was a mega slide, but it's just a slide made out of ice. It's just a big, long block of ice, and you get on the little roll-up sled, and you go you go down that thing so goddamn fast, and there's nothing at the bottom, and you're like, I'm going to go flying, I'm going to go flying into people. And then you get to the bottom, and they have like a little white carpet that just it slows you right down. I'm like, oh, well, that's clever. So that was good. Uh, anyway. So, um, yeah, so we, we had a great time. We had a great time. And like I said, we left it. Yeah, geez, it was close to, by the time we got out of there and got back to the main road, I went and got some gas and I said, Hey, you know, the common man restaurant, there's a, there's a common, that's a, it's a chain, but it's like, it's a good chain. Cause you can only, it's only in New Hampshire, at least that I know of. If there's maybe there's one in Maine, I don't know. Um, and it's you you wouldn't know that it was a chain, right? Like you go in and it's the one that we go to that's close to us is in an old farmhouse, and it's just nice and cozy. It's old. There's fireplaces, all you know, all, everything you would hope to find. And they have them all up in the mountains. It's the same kind of thing, I would imagine. I said, hey, we can go. To, let's go get some dinner at the Common Man. And I said, oh, the Common Man's closing at nine thirty. It was nine fifteen, and then we said, you know what? Let's give these guys a break. They don't want people showing up at 9.15. And also, uh, if we go sit down at the Common Man, we're going to get home. So we're going to get home until midnight if or later. So we'll do the Common Man another time. We headed, we headed home and got McDonald's instead, and that was fine. <laughs> but it was a great, it was great. It was so fun. And we drove around. You know what they have up there? They have Price Chopper. Even where I grew up that used to have price choppers everywhere, there's no more price chopper. It's the market something, Studio 54 or something like that it's called now. It's a number. It's like, why would you? Okay. Uh, but up there in Lincoln, New Hampshire, it's good old price chopper. And, and then there's this great hotel. We drove, we drove through because I said, yeah, this burger place, the Black Mountain Burgers is in here. And, and there, you know, there was the burger place. Um, and there's a hotel and there's skiing and all, you know, all the shit that you would hope to find. All the fun little, you know, trash that you want to see. And uh, we drove through the hotel parking lot 
the the windy windy river something i don't know what it's called uh <clears throat> and i i saw all this steam and i said oh i said tell me that's not steam coming out of a pool could it be that they have a pool open that you can swim in and so we drove up and got a closer look and sure enough there were people in the pool Kim saw a lady get out in a bathing suit, shivering to get her time. That's the only thing. That's great. That's fun. But if they don't have a connector that, like, there's a pool inside that you can connect to, oh, that's going to be, that's a tough. <laughs> getting out of those, getting out of that is, I, I remember getting out of the hot tub my parents used to have in the middle of winter. And you've got your towel, and your towel is just a solid <laughs> sheet of ice, and you try to put it on and run inside. But at least the house was right there. Didn't make it any more fun, but you could be inside the house in about two seconds. Uh, but this one is like, oh, how close? How close to the inside is this? Can we? Hopefully, there's a sauna right, a sauna right inside. Um. So yeah, we looked at this place, and then we booked a nice reservation for uh, the beginning of March when the kids are on their winter break. Uh, just for a couple, just for a Friday and Saturday, we'll go up there. And I said, yeah, that way. Hey, if they still have the ice castles, maybe we can go back and see the ice castle. But if not, we'll get lift tickets so the kids can do a little skiing. Uh, there's a movie theater right there. You know, if we got nothing else to do, we can go to the movies. We can go to the Common Man. There's places to eat. And we'll just relax and have a nice little wintry uh, little weekend getaway to end the final weekend of their winter vacation. To have something to look forward to at the end of the vacation. So, yeah, it's exciting. It's fun. Um, and I guess that's, I guess that's about it. Uh, so in any event, uh, yeah, that's the ice castles. I highly recommend it. I, you know, I always saw it and thought like, eh, I looked at the pictures. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Big blocks of ice. Looks like a castle. Lights. It seems pretty. Eh, what do I need to, no, man, it's, it's, the ice castle is, uh, is good. It's great even, uh, and I, I really loved it. It was a lot bigger, more sprawling than I thought it would be, so that was cool. And then the 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 for the light up the enchanted forests was wonderful. It was just yeah, just a lot of fun. Really cool place, and it's not you're not gonna break the bank going up there either. It's not that crazy. It's only twenty bucks for the kids each. Twenty bucks each for the kids. Twenty five for the two of us. That's you know, they gotta they gotta pay the bills. They gotta they gotta keep that ice going, and they gotta keep those lights and all the other shit. You know, uh, so I was happy to do it. It was fun, and then Sunday was just a complete waste of a day. We got up, we watched uh, we watched Murderville on Netflix, which is really funny. It's Will Arnett. He plays a detective, and there's a different. There's six episodes. There's a murder. He has to solve the murder in each, every episode. And it's a comedy, and the the catch is that in every episode there's a different celebrity guest detective who's the new uh, the new trainee to be his new partner, because his old partner was murdered 15 years ago. And the different guests is the first one is Conan O'Brien, and they have Marshawn Lynch for some reason is on one of them, and Ken Jong and Kumail Nanjiani, Sharon Stone. And I feel like I'm I'm forgetting one. I don't know. Somebody else. Oh, uh from Schitt's Creek. Murphy. 
I can't think of her first name. It's killing me. You know, Alexis from the from Schitt's Creek. Uh, she's she's one of them too. Um, and the thing is, is that all the other actors, their lines are scripted, but the celebrity guest is gets no script. It's all improv. And uh, so there's, you know, sometimes they break character and they're laughing, and it's just a what a it's just a crazy concept, and it's a lot of fun. So we we blew through those six episodes on Sunday. Tried to watch a little bit of the Pebble Beach Pro Am, a little bit of the Pebble Beach Final Round on Sunday. I don't understand why it starts as the Pro Am and then on Sunday it's just the pros. Like, why not just keep it the? Why not make it just light and fun? Not just on Saturday with you know Bill Murray and his little no look backwards putt thing. That's cool. Like, why not have that the whole? Just make it funny until the end. Make it a fun little celebrity thing, you know, and Ray Romano and Kevin James and. Huey Lewis and whoever the hell, I don't know who the celebrities are. It's always Bill Murray. That's almost a guarantee every year. But, uh, yeah, just make it because you get to the end and it's like, oh, it's just like a real golf tournament now. I don't know. Have have the Pro-Am just be the Pro-Am and have the, have the celebrities all through the weekend, all through Sunday. And then have a, like, it's such a beautiful golf course. I don't know. Why not have another tournament at Pebble Beach later on in the year? Crazy concept. Anyway, what do I know? Uh, and then yesterday, Sunday was more of the same. By the way, I started recording this. It's gonna uh, the first bit of this podcast is me saying, "Hey, it's Sunday morning," and and now it's Monday morning because I stopped the podcast because uh, everyone was getting out of bed and it just uh, you know wanted to have family time. Uh, so the first the first piece of the pod, the first ten minutes of this podcast was recorded Sunday morning, and then everything you're hearing up until now is Monday lunchtime Monday. Uh, so, anyways. But that's it. I I wanted to just tell you a little bit about the weekend, a little bit about the day. Sunday, yeah, I got to a point where I was just I was just struggling to stay awake. My eyes were stinging. It was just like I'm so tired, and so I got in bed and took another nap. Got up and we, yeah, we hung out. We watched a little little TV, and then uh, had some dinner, and then. And then I still I got to bed and I I thought oh man I had a nap I'm gonna be up all night. No I fell I fell right to sleep. Of course I was up many many times during the night. And one of the problems that I had I had the, I just had crazy dreams all weekend, just weird dreams, and a weird apocalyptic dream last night where I was in a got off the I don't know was with the kids. And we got into we were taking we were in New York City and we were taking cars but I had to. They were all in one car, and I had to be in another car. And so I was with this different family, and we were just driving along, and then, and then there was a building that was just on fire. I was like, oh, that's weird. And then we got out, and it turned out like the whole, it was one of those just like the grid is shut down, internet's shut down, nobody can, you know, it's one of those like horrific scenario type things. And I woke up just like in a cold sweat, like, oh, my God, it's all coming to an end. <laughs> Maybe I need to be a prepper. I just woke up and said, I should go to the store and just get a bunch of like gallons and gallons of water <laughs> and start stashing that shit away. Or just run, if I don't have time for that, just start, just collect all the snow that's outside. <laughs> just put it, put it somewhere in a bin. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. Uh, all right, I got to run. Uh, I figured I'd give you a little recap of the weekend, the ice castles. That was good fun. 
and uh, go to birthdayboyshop.com. And we'll talk to you next time right here on the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.